This is not going to be a pleasant experience. You are going to see and hear things that are not going to be very nice. Experts divide serial killing into two general types: organized and disorganized. An organized killer brings everything he needs to complete the murder. A disorganized killer improvises. Begin. Listener discretion is advised. But then, David Maxwell and Jim Ramsey's luck began to change. Someone finally found the prince. But there was still a problem. If the killer had not been arrested again, they would not have his fingerprints on file. And the case might go cold again and remain that way forever. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least, Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. First, the fingerprints were compared to fingerprints at the Texas State Database, but no match was found. The fingerprints were then run through the FBI's National Database. The database just went online three years earlier. They found 20 potential matches. Those 20 sets of fingerprints were mainly compared to the fingerprints found in Diane's car. One set of prints was an exact match. They were the fingerprints of a 58-year-old man named James Ray Davis. He had a long criminal record and he had spent half his life in prison. He had convictions for burglary, possession of stolen property, and vehicle theft. In the early 1990s, he was released from prison after being convicted of kidnapping a young girl. In December 1969, Davis had been out of prison for five days before Diane was killed. He was arrested about a month later for auto theft outside of Texas, which is why his fingerprints were not in the Houston Police Department system or the State of Texas database. Since being released in the early 1990s, he had been living in a federally funded housing complex in Texarkana 
on the Texas and Arkansas border. He had been a model citizen since his release. In August 2003, Jim Ramsey went to Davis's apartment to question him. One of the problems with the fingerprints was that they were only found in the car. They weren't found in the shack where the murder was committed. As we mentioned, there was no other evidence. So, if Davis had another explanation for why his fingerprints were in the car, like he found the car abandoned and with joyriding, their investigation may come to a full stop and the case would never be solved. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you. We have a great show today, but first, take a second to make sure you've subscribed to our show wherever you're listening to podcasts. It's the best way to make sure you don't miss any of our episodes. Thanks. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.